0: Okay, we are continuing the Yerucha Shurim. I know we are learning about. We started on Monday. Shurim for Chayi have been sponsored anonymously. Lila Dishmas, my mother, Reynika Barz Mishkova, Hinda Shmuel and my Shver, Zechrein Lebracha, Rav David Tzvi, Ben Harav Chaim, Zechrein Lebracha. Okay, so, we left off last time. We learned about the Concept of aina of under or overcharging, taking advantage, cheating, however, whichever term you want to use for aina And now we're going to turn to um, to page 19. Page 19, 20 and 21 um, are coming from the Sefer, I'm not sure, Hilches Mishbat. I don't know what Sefer that is. But... Um, And basically the idea here is, how do you define the price of something? Um, Because in fact, we actually saw in our last time that said, if something has a definite price that everybody agrees to, like uh, milk or or, or salt or flour, then there's oinah even less than a shtus. Somehow oinah is because the price is not 100%, and therefore... Um, it's not 100% equal across the board. So, even if a person is undercharged or overcharged a little bit, that's the way of doing business. There's a, there's a, a built in mechila into it. So, over here, I guess we'll uh, see little bits of pizzas of this Hilchas Mishpat. Let's look at the top there on page 19. Um, so, you want to say the price is set by a majority of the um, sellers. So he says, in a general way, we could decide the price of something is dependent on most of the merchants. As long as such a price is, just, is justified according to normal accepted standards of business. Um <coughs> When we Nikva so he says, However, the fact of the matter is when you don't make an exact down to the penny price Then it's a little hard then to figure out what's called overcharging and undercharging because the whole price is not an exact price. Where do you decide the baseline price is to say a six more or six less is a problem? Just explaining the Shiloh that what's the amount that if it's less, it's sold for less than a six, so then that's called the meicher is 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 meichel, and if it's um, if it's sold more than that, so then it's going to be the as being meichel, and the question is how you figure that out. It's a little bit hard to do. So, if you look at the next page, on page 20, um, um, he says, in the uh, first paragraph there, where he calls it, In a marketplace or a setting where the prices are different. So he says, All those things. So you figure out the six according to the highest price there is in this market. So basically, there's a range. There's a range from low to high. That's normal. The normal range from low to high, above that or below that, will be the Shiravaina. Um which again is not so uh, is not so simple. Is not so simple always to figure out. It's not so simple to figure out. Normal low, low and high in a locale or so good so good. So so if you take a look and this if you look on page twenty-five and the overview, over there they say things very clearly. Um and it's see So you look on page twenty-five in the overview. Um, um so page 25, so on the bottom of the left hand, uh, on the left column, it says three levels of overcharging. That's one, two, and three is less than a six, more than a six, and a six. So then, on the, uh, in the right column they write, in the, in the, over there, Understandably, it's very difficult for someone to make of a claim of a non-bezdim, as there are many variables that determine the price of an item. Number one, location. A common reason why a product may cost more in one place than another is its location. For example, a bottle of milk in a rural grocery store will cost less than the same bottle of milk in an upscale Manhattan supermarket. Now, there's, the, the, there's nothing wrong with that, because, he says, like, as the rent is completely different, among other things, that will certainly affect the price. So the fact that one place charges even a sixth more than the other place, is not a riot anyone's overcharging anybody, because if the location is different, there's going to be different costs, that go into the price. And that's a fact that everyone understands. Or, the next thing he says, upscale. Similarly, the same suit will cost more in a fancy store located in an upper-class neighborhood. This can be either because of the ambiance, level of service, quality of the suit, which again, is all goes into the cost. You pay for a service. So, if you're going to... Uh, um, You know, if you're going to a a department store, you could go from, uh, you know, from JCPenney up to Saks Avenue or Nordstrom, whatever it is. And sometimes you'll find very similar suits there, right? But you're paying more than just the suit; You're paying for the service. You're paying sometimes the quality of the suit as well. So there's a lot of things that go into it. And therefore, again, you can't say that, you know, they're overcharging necessarily because they're much more than the other place because, again, there's a lot more that goes into it. Or he says, the next thing is concert or amusement park venues. So too, a bottle of water will cost a lot more in an amusement park than the same bottle of water will cost in a grocery store. Now, you don't have a good reason for that. (laughs) You can't say location, and you can't say upscale, right? I don't know what it is. I don't know what the reason is. But Lemaissa, it's an accepted thing. So that's his site, It's accepted. This will be considered the price in that place, and it's part of the amusement park experience that you pay five dollars for a bottle of water. I don't know which experience that is. Sure not the kids, you know, the kids don't care because they're having fun and buying $5 bottles of water. It's the parents who just paid $150 to go in and uh, stand in line for an hour for a 30-second ride and then buy a $5 bottle of water, right? right. So, but the point he's trying to make is, and concerts also, they rip you off, right? They rip you off. We call it ripping off. La Misa, for whatever reason, it's accepted that in such a place, it's $5 for a bottle of water. Now the the store right down the block on the corner market you know next to Madison Square Garden a little macolet over there owned by some Korean right is going to 99 cents for the same bottle of water right but the fact is once you get into the amusement place that's what it costs right You can have like volume example you can have a place that sells in a volume Exactly so that's, and the Hebrew part I skipped that part he talks about that also depends how you sell it you know, and that will make a difference, and, and right that will make a difference in the price and the cost and all and the costs as well. There's different markets, so I was online. This is not the big thing with eBay and Amazon. So prices can fluctuate. Actually, I've seen, I've seen like you know, you know, a pair of shoes go like for twenty five and. Then Right, that's why it's so impossible, it's very impossible I to prove. Do you know, I know, there's no average price. highs and lows could go from here <laughs> to there. Now it might be also dependent on the website. You could have a higher-class website well, But even on Amazon. For example, I got a call today from New York. Um, I didn't return the call yet, or yesterday they're looking, and someone else called me from Cleveland. my say for 30 days to Bar mitzvah. I rented it uh, my son's 23, 10 years ago. uh, There's none left. You can't find any. I have managed like maybe a couple copies from my Einikloch Beis Hashem. You know what I mean? That's it. It's not existent. If you go onto Amazon, I don't know if anyone tried to buy it, but there's one there you could buy for forty three dollars used, and another place nine (laughs) hundred and sixty seven dollars. I have pictures of it. Just they should for nine hundred sixty-seven dollars. I don't know if anyone ever tried to buy it for nine hundred sixty-seven dollars, but that's I mean I feel very good that my safer is worth nine hundred sixty-seven dollars. But if I would sell a couple of them, I could reprint. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wouldn't be a problem. So you know, you so see, you have to also know r- really how real these some of these prices are, right? So just because that guy, some used seller, says $967, no one's really paying $960 for an 80-page safer. you got to be out of your mind. I mean, even Melchiles Kvoidi, you know what I'm saying? you got to be out of your mind to do that. So what made it do that, you know what I mean? Now, sometimes it has to do with supply and demand. So I don't know how this works with Amazon. I'm sure there's got to be some algorithm to it that they know how many people... Someone knows how many people search for this thing, and since there's only a few left, they'll jack up the price. It's right. got to be. It's got to be something like that, right? Yeah. yeah, something like that. So, but the fact that people searched for it doesn't really mean those people are willing to buy it at that price. So does that make it their price? I mean, you know, it's... it's uh, you know, it, it just is what it is. I, I don't know. But at the same time, I, I know people, you know, who sell things on Amazon. And uh, people sell books or Svarim and things like that. And they'll go and they'll, and they'll ch- in their store, they'll charge $29 for a book. Amazon, they'll sell $60. And people will buy it. It's, again, people don't know that in the store it's $29, $59 for a book. Okay. Right. Now, so people will buy it for that. Now, if it's $299. So it's very hard to figure out. So just because if you go online and see prices, go for the highest and the lowest, doesn't, is, you have to know if that's real or not, you know? So it's very, very... I, th- I think it's a very complicated thing to try to figure this type of stuff out. Um, what about in a touristy place? price, and then you go around the corner. Right, so same thing. So whatever's, whatever's that locale's market, 100%. So that's not called cheating, because for whatever reason, it's accepted in the tourist place to, to jack everything up. You're right, right around the corner, right? It's just Someone has to be smart enough to go right around the corner. But right around the corner, is, but if you have two little, uh, two, let's say you have just a little strip mall of uh, little uh, mom-and-pop shops, and one guy sells, and the normal price for the bottle of water is 99 cents. And one guy says, hey, down, two blocks down where there's a tourist place, they sell it for $5, I'll sell it for $5. The guy's anyway, is anyways, probably not such a good businessman, because why would anyone, this is not the place for it. But at that point, you can't look at a different place. You have to look at this shook, so to speak. In this shook, he's overcharging. This is not a market for that type of water. Right? But again, it's like there's so many variables to it. But you could have a mom and pop shop uh, you know that um, that's uh you know like a very dirty uh, old type of place and then you'll have in have the same block some place that's uh you know they're selling uh you know they'll call themselves like the health food store right you health food store you could jack up the price for anything right it's nice and clean or I guess everything else but the, but the food because it's all organic right so nothing was clean so it's all full of dirt right everyone's eating it right so this and everything's cost much more so in that also, you'll say, what do you mean? Because I'm an organic, high-class place. I, the Korean people next door are, uh, nothing against Koreans, by the way, no, the people are, next door are 99 cents. Yeah, okay, look what you're getting for 99 cents. What do you mean? It's the same bottle of water. Okay, but you pay for the experience. So it gets very, very complicated. You'd have to have two of the exact or similar types of stores, and one is then overcharging from the other. And But if he could claim, if he could prove that he has much more costs for whatever reason, maybe he has an Expensive alarm system, you feel safer in his place. If he could prove he has much more costs, then that's built into the price, so he's not overcharging anymore. Everything has to be almost, not almost, not created equal, but she has to be at least on the same playing field. And that's why this thing is so complicated. And now with the like global market, like you're saying, it's like impossible to figure out. There's no, there's no, you know, everything is anything in, in, in this world, you know? So it's very hard. So, um, so. That's what he says. In the next paragraph he says because so many variables such as these exist, the merchant will usually claim he had a good reason to charge a higher price. And then you have a you got to really prove that he didn't charge. So it's very, very hard to prove. Now, um, the next paragraph we're going to see inside. Um, so let's go back to uh, so that's that. I'm um, trying to see what else we should do over here. Okay, let's do page 23. It's good to see that as well. And that is, what about the halacha when applying to an Eina Yehudi? Is there a din of Eina by a non Jew? So the Shulchan Aruch here in Resh Chav Zayin, Sif Chavov. it's the bottom Sif there on page 23, says, Hagoy Ein Loy there's no din of Eina by Egoi, Shnemar Ish Esachiv, the apostle refers to Ish Esachiv, now the Israel, so that means to say if I cheat if I overcharge a guy, he can't come with highness to me. It's finished, it's, it's a regular again, it's not stealing, it's not gezel it's a new parsha called Ainah. So for Jews it has a iser. For a guy not. But Goy Israel, if a guy overcharged a Jew, machzer Aina Bedinim Shalonu, um chamer What's chamer is the right word here? Where's the that it go to? Well, where does your Dalit? You see where your Dalit goes to? I can't see anything here. Uh, your Dalit is Yad Zayan. Khaf- where does your Dalit go to? Shalom Yazah. I why the word shouldn't be Chamar, may you Oh, chamer me Yisrael. Ah, I see. It's a shach. Ah. Okay, um, so that doesn't help us at all. But, um, I'm not sure what the word chamer should be. What does 11 say? Deloi, or shelo Yaza chamer me Yisrael. Well, the basic idea means over here is that, um, That um, that if the if the guy overcharges a Jew, and again it's a place where we're following Jewish law, so then the guy will have to repay like um, like a regular Jew does. He can't be he's not going to be less, so to speak. That deal won't be. We 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 we're, I hate to say it, but we're always on the upside. If it's, it's if we if we overcharge them, they're not in the parsha of it. If they overcharge us, so then uh, then he would have to give back you know. He would have to give back tayna. You know. Now. If there's chilah hashem involved, just charges the guy twenty-five dollars for uh, right. So if there's chil, if there's hashem involved, so that goes into tayisakum. So in the bottom here, he brings down that on the bottom in the Hebrew, and the gray in the bottom there, he says in the second last line Veda, we might have seen that. What about tricking a guy by tayzakum? There was two types of tayzakum. There was a mistake that was made, and then was actually tricking the guy. That was a whole shaila it's mutter to actually trick the guy, um, is it, or not. That we had a machleikus about that. So Shulchan says that you can't actively go cheat the guy. If you did overcharge him, so you don't have to. You don't have to pay him back. But to go actively overcharge him, you would have. And Isr, not of Oina, but there's Isr of, of, of tricking a guy into Tamani. but he says that the Shachanach, Ar doesn't sound like that. Ar just says, it's a doesn't say that there's, it's, it's not Oina, but it's Tos, right? That's, it. okay, so that's just a, um, a, 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 a um, important halacha as well. So now let us go to, um, we're going to go now to Chelek Bays. we're going to start Chelek Bays now, and we're going to go to page... Um, let's start with page 28 so it's continuing on the same on the same uh, the same halachas here so there's the Rambam says like this this is going to be a shaila of when you make an exchange when you make an exchange is there aina till now we're talking about an actual purchase you money you buy something or sell something what about hamachlev kelim bekelim you barter you exchange things oy so the um over here we're saying that when it comes to bartering you're not really going with the value meaning let's say you know you're in a place that uh you know the 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 money is not the the currency necessarily or even if it is. But people don't have it. So instead, one guy has potatoes, and the other guy has uh, onions, right? So they say, well, you need potatoes, and I need onions, so we'll, 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 uh, we'll swap, okay? The value of those things are not, not, they don't evaluate them on their actual value. It's not like, I'll give you $10 of potatoes for $10 of onions, right? There's something I need, right? You may need three potatoes, I may need 20 onions, right? So I say, here, here's three potatoes for 20 onions. I doesn't, doesn't make sense, right? It's not about value, it's about need. And therefore he says, I-, I thought shirayim means like silk clothing. The, the one who was giving the shear said it means armor. I'm not sure. But either way, the point is, a needle for something that's worth much more, right? So you'll say, one second, a needle's worth a penny, and the other thing's worth a hundred dollars. What kind of thing? That's mamish like cheating, right? The answer is no, because we're not going with value. Right? It's going about needs. The Ramamas holds when it comes to bartering, there's no, you know, He needs the needle. He needs the needle. It's worth it to him to give away the thing that he has a surplus of. Nothing to do with value. Nobody's estimating it. Right? It's all about needs. Um, so that is the um, that is what the Rambam the Rambam says. So the Rambam is saying if one exchanges an item for another item, there's no halacha of So therefore, you can have this sometimes. You know, people make trades and things like that. So, you'll say it's a, there's a value problem. You overcharge me, you undercharge me. No, we're not going with value. It's a need. You wanted this, I had this. So, we made a trade. You can't come time in later and say, oh, one second. Hey, it wasn't worth it. It was worth it because it wasn't based on the actual value of the thing. However, the rivet here argues on him, and the rivet says no, because the rivet says that this is not, there's, there's, there's a concept of peris loyavdi and You can't make real halachas of exchanges with um, fruits, with peris. So the only way to exchange fruits or peris or kalim or any of these things is only if you're going with the halachas of a mechira. And a mechira by definition is a value. That's a value. So it's a technical thing. You know, the Rambam in concept is right, but the Ravage says technically in halacha things don't work like that. And even when we barter, it's really a sale. It's really a mechir. If it's a mechir, it has dina So this is a machleik, Ramba min and when you barter and you exchange things, right? And sometimes it's kadai, something of mine, that I, it may be worth a lot, to, to me it's worthless, right? To you it's worth a lot, or it's worth something, and therefore I'm willing to give it away, even though I'm getting very little return. Because I don't need this, and I do need that. And, but the Ravid says, listen, but it doesn't work that way. says, if you're going to go with Hilch's mechirah, a value, you've got to evaluate the two things, and therefore you could have a taina of um, aina. You could have a taina of aina. But let's now go to the next page, page 29. And this is another very interesting sugya that has to do a little bit with this idea. And this is going to be, we're going to go into a k'sois and a nesivas now. Let us look at the k'sois on the top of the page there, in Simon Reish of Zion, Sivkot and Aleph. a question uh, bordering, so people are exchanging things that they need at that moment. Right. When you're selling, you a business. So, I mean, the, 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 you know, the goal is to make a profit. So you, right. Is something you need them? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. But the point is to say the things you need, right, that's why you don't go with the value of it. Right? You're going with... Majenken, when you're buying something, by definition, it has to do with needs also. But that's dine mechira. You buy and you sell. The Rama was trying to say that when you're actually not going with normal ways of buying and selling, which is money for an object, you're trading. Trading is its own parsha. And therefore, you don't go with value. Why do people trade? Why don't they just buy and sell? The tariff is because it's more about need-based. Need-based makes it if it's worth it for me or not. And therefore, even if the value makes no sense, but to me, I need it, M-A-M-A-L-A, it's worth it to me to do. <laughs> so, Zuktik Sois on the top of the page here, top right. This is Kamate He It's a Shtus. That's the Mechaber. Kasaviritva perakaman de Kedushin Davches. La'ilam de Leishavi the Gemara over there is talking about pigeon Aben. And it says over there that um, the thing that he was being given was not worth five slime. So, how you yay to pigeon Aben? Well, going to The Kayin said that, that that object, to me, it's worth five slime. In my eyes, in the Shuk, it's not worth five slime. You can't sell five slime. But the Kayin says, to me, it's worth five slime. So that works. Kihad Rav the Gemara says over there about Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana was a Kayin, and he used to uh, take a certain type of sudr, a certain type of uh, uh, head covering that the Tamil Chachamim used to wear, and he was makabalit as worth the value of five slime. Um So the Gemara says over there, Rav Ashi, lo Rav Kahana, de Gavarabu, mi sudra, um... So Ravashi argues, he says, no, Rav Kahana was a Gavar rabba; he was a Talmud Chacham, and to him he needed this head covering on his head, the Talmud of but anybody else, it's not worth it to them, it's not valuable, it doesn't work. Rav says, no, even if you say it's worth it to you, it doesn't, you're not, you're not, you're not believed. In other words, Rav Kahana was a Gavra Rabbah, and everyone knew that this, for great people like that, the sudder is very valuable. But something that regular people, for me to say, oh, to me it's worth more money, that you don't have a right to say. So it's a machlaikas here in the Gemara, could you say that I take something of lesser value, and to me it's worth more? That's the Gemara. So Kasa um, it. I'm sorry, um, yeah, v'zel shainis. So says says the Ritva. The Ritva is going on that Gemara. Shamina mehacha. We see from here. Sham meicher chefits the Someone sells something to his friend for six dollars. Uvishuk loisha But in the marketplace, it's only worth five. So, l'chayre he ripped him off a sixth. Say no. Ila hay lekeach shavishisa. If to that buyer it's worth six to him, eim boy mishumano. I know. We go according to him. Just like according to the first mandamar here, we say that to him it was worth five slime. So therefore, um, therefore, you see that if it's worth it to me, you go with the way I view it, which is a big chiddush. Now it's a big chiddush. You don't go with the marketplace. You go what the value of it is worth to the person. But says that, that's Chiddush number one of the ritva. Continues the ritva. <speaking in Hebrew> Let's say, really, it's not worth any more to me. The only reason I'm willing to pay more is because I'm stuck in a pickle. Um, a guy's mom is walking down the street and he's about to drop and faint from dehydration. And you walk past him and you tell him, Oh, I have a bottle of water hundred bucks for a bottle of water right <laughs> the guy's gonna say sure no problem pay a hundred dollars why not because the bottle was worth it to him because he's in a crazy situation right yeah. so in that case <speaking> making up a price because you're stuck in a certain situation doesn't count <speaking> says the ritva, even if you already paid you go to Bezden and get your money back. He overcharged you. What do you mean? To you it was worth it. You paid for it. It wasn't worth it to me. I had no choice. I was in such a situation. But in a case where the thing is actually valuable to me, that's a different story. Not under duress. If it's actually more valuable to me, that the says I could say to me it's more valuable. The Gemara says over there, the daughter of the mother in law of, or the father in law of Rapapa, Naflolifne So she fell to Yibum, and her brother in law was someone who wasn't a good shidduch for her. But the guy didn't want to give chalitza. So, asa mm-hmm. dabai, So, told the guy, give her chalitza, and I'm mm-hmm. she'll pay you 200, 200 zus. So, fine. He did a great great idea, I'll make 200 zus. Levasir the and then um, then after he gave Chalitza, So Abai said, okay, go pay him. Well, papa says, what do you mean? She could say, I was just joking. You know what I mean? I was just getting you to do this. I never really planned on paying you. Don't we have a bride that says, mi Guy's running away from jail. And he comes to a river and there's a ferry there. Right? The guy doesn't want to take him. He's running. The guy right behind him, he needs him to go. So he told him, told dinner, here, take a hundred bucks, but will be rainy. Right? And get me to the other side. When he gets to the other side, he says, listen, the whole, the, a ticket costs five dollars. Here's your five dollars. And La Chara. He doesn't have to give him the hundred dollars because he says, um, he says that, listen, you know, uh, I was under duress. That's the only reason that I made uh, such a deal. I'll pay you a hundred dollars. That doesn't count. So therefore, so the same thing with the chalitza says Rab Papa, right? She couldn't get her chalitza. It was not a good idea. It's not a good shidduch. So therefore, she did it in a way. She said, "I'll give you two hundred dollars to the chalitza." That's kitzitzah mitayichatchak under duress. It doesn't count. Mm-hmm. So that says the Ritzvah, from here we could bring a proof, let's say somebody needs a medicine, and the only way for it to get it, to get it is to all pay a high exorbitant price, at the end of the day, he only has to pay their actual value. He could say, I'm going to pay a high price, take it, and then pay the right price. What? What if they shake hands about it? It doesn't make a difference. Even if he paid him. The ritzvah saying he paid him. Oh, yeah, right? You yeah. could go to Besdin and get the money back. Right? It's not, it's not because you haven't sealed the deal. Yeah. The word is because the fact that I made this up under duress doesn't count. That's the ritzvah's chiddush. So comes along the choice, and he argues on both points. He says, This that the ritzvah says, the hecha the shavah lahay lekeach shisa as liam baster today. The first thing the Ritzvah says is if it's worth it to me, so you go baster me. You go with what the value is. He says kasha mehadikay melon dafilu bemargolias hushar dvarim shalom roitzer. You go up to the next column lezavgan yeish loyaina mashma dafilu keach kufet zarech loy. The Gemara is saying over there if you have certain types of pearls and things like that that a person needs them as a pair, right? So he's willing to pay a lot of money for them as a pair. So you might say, there's no aina in that case, because the guy needs to pair them with the other one. But the Gemara says, there is aina, even though the guy wants it a lot. So says the Ksais, what do you mean? Aye, it's worth it to him to pay that extra money, so you should have a pair. He's stuck with one cufflink, or one earring, and you have the pair, right? So to him it's worth it. So, how come the Gemara says, Ye'esh yeah Le'ayna? The should say to him, It's worth it. So, the you see, not like the, the Ritzvah. That's the Ksais' first question. Okay. What about the second question? Under duress. So he says, What do you mean? That, we don't pass him like that. The Ritzvah says that if you told the guy, I'll give you $100 to take me on the ferry, you don't have to pay him. He says, dinner kvar nosan ein Says we pass, and if you're ready paid, you can't get your money back. You don't have to pay, but if you're ready paid, you can't get your money back. The same type of case by chalitza. The Rambam says, if you paid already, you don't get your money back. So one second, so it's not so, it's not so simple over here, says the k'sais. If I'm under duress and I paid you $100 for the bottle of water, right, if I already paid you, I can't get, the Ritzvah says you get your money back. Zok the ksois, the Ritzvah may hold like that, but we don't pass in that way. Mm. So now things change. If you haven't paid yet, you could say I was, uh, that doesn't count so far. If you paid, says the k'sais, you can't get your money back. Mm. Then he continues, Even if you didn't give the money yet, You can't compare a sale to a rental. A rental means like a service. I said, do a service for me. Take me over the ferry. What did, what did we do to seal the deal? Nothing. It was a speech. With speech, okay, speech, I could say, I was joking. But, Avelim Ho'yev, and this is what Eli was saying, really, right, if there was a kenyan right, if there was a Kenyan, and that's what a sale is, there's a Kenyan going on, Gam told dinner Mechaev, even if you haven't yet given the money yet, but there was a Kenyan here that went on, I took the it. we shook hands, whatever it was, you're to pay, so therefore, he's coming along the size, and he has two Tainas. And the first taina that you're able to accept on yourself a value. So he says, what do you do with the case of the jewels and the pears? There it seems in the Gemara there is Aina. So now he doesn't explain how it works over there with Pijin Aben, but that's, that's that. Then the second thing, and the it's, it's, um, that the Ritzvah says that you need to get your money back, it doesn't count, so t- number one it says we don't pass them like that, you can't get your money back, right? If you didn't pay, maybe, but you can't get your money back. And even if you didn't pay, he says, there's a big chilik between a service and a sale where there's a Kenyan. So that's the excise. Now that, let's quickly, I know it's a, few, a little late, let's just quickly look at the Nasivas who argues on the excise, on page 30. Um, this Nasivas is not here in Hilch Saina. Hilchseina Hil is Raish Khavzayan. This is in Raish Samakdalu later on in, in, in later on. And he says over there, where in this in the first the paragraph there, Venera, the Zelmash Ritva Bakedushin, Dilo Shab, Little Meshu Dokuk, Tsitza Mitaycha Tchak, Loy Shmeek Sitza, or maybe Rai Mimabh. So that was the case of the Ritva, that if you're under duress, like the case of the ferry, Venera de maribhi gavnah. She, the Nesivas understands that the Ritzvah is talking about a case where it's similar to Mabiris. What's the Mabiris case? You can't give back the service, right? The guy took you over the ferry. You can't give that back. It's EF Shalachzer. You can't go back. Why can't it go back? Because it's a service. can't go back. So, therefore, you're allowed to say, I was tricking you. That's what the Ritzvah means. The Ritzvah is also only talking about a case where it's a service. Now, just that the Ritzvah says, even if you're already paid. Right, the the, the, the says we don't pass him like that. So Nesiva says, yeah, but the the, the Ritzvah holds we do pass. We personally don't pass him like that, right? Like the K'Sai says, but the it's not a kasha on the ritva. He goes like the other shitas. But even the ritva agrees if it's an actual sale. Now, not because of the kasha of Kenyan, the sale he says the thing is still here. I bought something. Okay? So, you can't, Taina, I was making a joke. If you were making a joke, why did you purchase it? What, what type of joke? There's no jokes here, right? The service is not It's not tangible. Right. It, it's a, Right. Must be you knew what you were doing in your Amaychal. Why would you trick him and then say, okay, now I want it back. Okay? And then if you skip a few lines to the second last line, So the Nesivas is saying over here is that when we're talking about a case where the person, the buyer knew that he was overpaying, right? And he still felt it's worth it to him, right? Because to him it's worth it that price. The case of the margolius means you didn't know you were overpaying. You didn't know you were overpaying, right? So, therefore, there is a no. But if I know I'm overpaying, right, and I say, and then I come back after and say, no, I was only joking. What kind of joke is that? It's not a joke, right? If it's a service, so there's a reason why I was able to say that I'm overpaying and later I could say I was joking. Because I need that service that there's no reason to say, what would you do it for? I had to get to the other side of the river. They were chasing after me. But when you're purchasing something and you know that you're overpaying for it, so what would you buy it for? To, to buy it and then say I was joking to return it? It doesn't make any sense. So therefore, in that case, you say, the guy knew what he was doing and too bad. You can't, you can't be Kaiser. You can't be Kaiser. Is so, one second. So, now the in a case of dying of thirst, right? So, in that case, you do have a reason to say why he's retracting, right? Because that's similar to a case of a service. It's not something that you could give back. And I think, if I'm correct, that's what they say here. Let's go. If you look back on page 25, and we'll end with this um, the last paragraph in the right column it should be pointed out that although the specific location and circumstance of a sale have to be taken into consideration, that does not mean that one can take advantage of someone in a tight spot. For example, if someone meets another person who is dying of thirst, dehydration, he cannot demand a thousand I was cheap, I said a hundred, for a bottle of water, and then say he did nothing wrong, because that's how much the water is worth it for this man. Such a person is doing the wrong thing by jacking the price, and the buyer may be able to pay say he only agreed when he was in a desperate situation. So the svara of the nesivas is, bottom line is, if you knew you were paying too much, What did you buy it for? To say that you now want to return it? That doesn't make any sense. And therefore you can't say it was a joke. People don't joke that way. Masha any time, a joke is not the word. Masha means, I I didn't mean it seriously. Well, why would you do that? Just to waste everybody's time? But any time you have a good taina, that yes, I didn't mean it seriously. For example, a service I needed. Or a case of a sale of water because the guy was so thirsty, so now we have a logical thing. Right, the logical thing of why he did it. So then, even according to the Nesivas, he, he agrees with the Ritzvah. You could say, Meshat bach. You could say, Meshat bach. So it ends up, uh, Machlaikas, Ksais and Nesivas, how to learn the Ritzvah, and therefore, do we argue, the Ksais argues on the Ritzvah, and the Nesivas agrees with the Ritzvah, in this case of a kseisa, um Ayadei Hadchak. Okay, we'll stop here for today.